Thanks for downloading a 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We need your financial support to keep going. Go to www.3cr.org.au for more information and to donate online. Now stay tuned for your 3CR podcast. Welcome to the Living Free Show on 3CR Community Radio, 855kHz on your AM dial. I'd like to acknowledge the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation, traditional owners of the land from which 3CR transmits, people-powered radio. Hi, I'm Bill, and each week on the Living Free Show, we showcase one of the recovery programs that assist those suffering directly or indirectly from addiction to drugs, alcohol, gambling and food. Our guests share their recovery story and highlight that shared experience saves lives. Today, our guest is a compulsive gambler who's recovering with the help of Gamblers Anonymous. Uh, I'd like to welcome Ram to the show. Hi, Ram. Hi, Bill. Ram, you've been on the show, um, I think the last time was in March uh, last year in 2021, and we were discussing the impact of COVID-19 on your recovery. And we also discussed a, a bit more about electronic gambling. As COVID still hasn't gone away, uh, we can probably continue to talk about how COVID's affected gamblers in general and specifically uh, your recovery in Gamblers Anonymous. So I guess over the um, last year, how's it been and what sort of effects has COVID had on on your recovery? COVID had on my recovery, just being isolated and not, I couldn't get out much to actually just have something to do. I would say like taking action and just like doing something than rather doing nothing. And when I'm doing nothing, like things like, yeah, get to me about like just relationships and yeah, I'm just with myself, what I've done, the person who I was, but it just, it's hard to forget about, let's say, yeah. Yeah, I guess part of that's about acceptance in real terms. And that that's part of part of recovery is accepting that what's happened has happened and you just you really just have to move on. Yeah. But it's the guilt and the shame and all those things aren't easily pushed aside. So do you do anything to try and set yourself up for the day? Yeah. So for the day I just um I read my one day at a time. And then pretty much, like, as, when I joined GA, I I just made it for today I shouldn't gamble. So I would always re- prepare myself. Like, don't talk to people who I used to gamble with. Like, I cut them off. And especially just, like, making sure, yeah, I don't gamble, as in, like, do not have money on me when I first, for my first, like, 90 days to a year. I didn't have money in my account. My brother was handling all my money. Yeah, I just I just knew I couldn't trust myself at all. Like, yeah. Yeah. So being a um, an electronic gambler then, did that mean that you had to look at shutting down all your accounts and things like that? Was that an activity that you had to do? Yeah, it was a big thing because I, I tried to do Before I did join GA, I would, like, always... Feel like i've had enough like but i'll always leave one open um yeah, it's like probably the one i spent the most on but i could always go back to that and like and i would always do that like for a good two years i've done that and i would always go back to it and then 
when I would say I had enough, there was always another one out there. You know, there's always something that I didn't self-exclude myself to. And yeah, there's just so many that you can just, yeah, it's so easy to get back into when, when you're in action and just recovering without any support. Like, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's funny you should say that. I just put in a new um, internet wireless system and I realised how many things depended on wireless in the house. And, you know, before the show, I was going to do a bit of printing and realised that I hadn't connected the printer. And it's that sort of thing, having so many, it's just you don't realise how ubiquitous gambling is in your life. Yeah. And I guess the other thing is that my, from my understanding, each of these gambling companies try to encourage you to gamble yeah. and contact you. And so, you know, how does that work when you try and close an account? Are they accepting of you doing that? Uh, really, I don't think they are. Like, they, they just, it's like they don't have a heart or just they don't understand. They just want me to do keep doing what I'm doing. And it's like, yeah, I've yelled at them. There was actually one time I actually told them, like, because he called me when I wasn't, when I was down, like, this was just before I joined GA. And yeah, I, I didn't bust when they made, they gave me a call, but I busted a bit later is because I just want, like, it's like what he was offering me was something that I could, I could make it go a long way if I could, but then he didn't give me it because he double checked that yeah I, I I can't I can't do it because I self excluded but it's like why would you call me and why would you tell me these things you know and then that gets that that gets plant, like a seed planted into me and it's just like yeah it's yeah I I just ended up finding another one like yeah so what sort of inducements are they are they offering to try and get you back yeah. Definitely. Like they want me back. They will offer me money, like free money to spend. Yeah. They'll offer me free money and like me just, yeah, in that addiction and just, it's just like, well, in action at that time, it's just like, it's hard to resist because I, the times that they, like, I haven't, like when I, when I couldn't resist is when I had no money and I just, yeah, I just couldn't say no. But then there was times when, I knew I was okay. I knew what I was doing just for the moment. Like, I just, I, sh I shook them off. But then it's just, yeah, they plant the seed into you. It's, it does get to you. Like, just a reminder, like, you know, that you can win again, you know, like, and it's for free. Like, um, yeah, they just, oh, and they're so nice about it too. Like, they just, they're, they're happy to do it. And, it's just like, why do I deserve this? And it's just like, nah, I, I'll just get, I'll just take it. You know, it's just like, yeah, I, I hate how they do that to you. Yeah. And the emails too, just, um, everything that plants a seed, like television, um, ads for sports and stuff. It's just like, God, like, yeah, it does. <laughs> yeah. It shits me to the day. Like, yeah. Yeah. Well, TV ads getting more and more events and more and more TV companies are embracing betting advertising. So it, it really is becoming endemic and it must be hard to avoid Yeah. as a gambler seeing those things. Yeah, totally. Like um, how I got past it was when I was in GA, everyone was talking about, so that connection will 
bringing it up and actually having conversation about it will just make me aware and it's like yeah we can't do this like because of the community that i'm with we can't do this through the fellowship we know we can't do it. like it yeah just yeah having people to talk about it is yeah because we we have a laugh about it it's just like how crazy are they because i yeah i have someone who's in it, in it as well when we talk about it yeah and people i call up from ga yeah we always talk about it like it's always a topic and yeah new members bring it up it's just yeah it's it's a topic <laughs> that yeah those companies should hear like um we all should just like sign a petition or something just to just to get it not yeah i don't think but it's all about money to them like yeah. yeah oh yeah it's very money money driven for them that they, they know that if they can get problem gamblers it doesn't matter how much money they give you you'll give it all back to them it's plus more yeah yeah totally yeah yeah which is really yeah predatory the other thing that people do is self-exclusion from particularly from pokies and things so what sort of things can you do if you're doing it electronically then what what are the options well the options are you yeah i just ban myself like i would email them and there'll be like um you could delete your account or ban your account either one but like it's um like what we were just talking about before they still come back to you and it's just like they don't respect your decision that you do make but all you can't do is just access that account but they do call you up i don't know why it's like don't they have that on their system but that's just it's all business i i what i've spoken about with other members um yeah but it's easy to do it's just there's so many accounts that you like you have so many accounts it's hard to you have to like for me personally i had to delete every single one like Every email I had to block, every SMS I had to block them too. I should have just changed my number and email, but I still challenge it today. Like it's actually a, it's like a thing I do to actually take action towards it. So it's, if I see it, I block the number. If I get an email, I block it. But yeah, it's never ending. It's it's like your phone's listening to you in a way. <laughs> yeah, it gets a bit that way. In not being able to have so much face-to-face, is that is that affecting GA in its ability to help other gamblers? For me personally, a meeting was a meeting, but well, face-to-face, I don't know, just a, people, I don't know how to say this, but people prefer it. Some people don't. Um, me personally, I do both. Like it's just, yeah, something to do and something to like just get myself out of the house and just to do something but yeah there's zoom meetings like yeah if it wasn't for zoom meetings through covid times like um yeah i don't know this the struggles with myself i would like yeah just it would be so tough but yeah having that zoom when you could just go on at any time when the time is and just be in it wherever you are is um yeah it's a blessing like how technology is working like our way for that like how we can still do meetings without face-to-face but yeah yeah so a a lot of people found it very beneficial with with zoom to be able to access people who were not local and that is you know people who are interstate in australia or overseas so did you find anything interstate or overseas that really helped you yep 
there was a couple of times in the morning, early in the morning, like 3, 4 a.m. I, no one was awake here and I just needed to talk to someone or just, yeah, just, just get, get what I was thinking on my mind out, like to someone who would understand. And yeah, that, that was the best, like, um, yeah, I don't know my higher power worked well that day. I don't know. I just, a member gave me a, um, I messaged him. He, he was awake. He was actually in the zoom meeting himself and he gave me a website that just showed me a, a door to all these yeah, international ones. And yeah, that, that really helped me so much. Like it's funny how, yeah, my higher power took me all the way overseas and yeah, it's a different experience, but it's, it's a meeting. Like it's, it, it was great. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's good. Yeah. So, so what about your, your friendships? Are, are you more in contact with people now than you were before COVID? Do you make more contact with people? I do. Yes. Yeah. I do keep a lot of contacts with everyone who I still see in meetings. Either they call me or we just catch up on meetings or I will call them. Yeah. Just depends on how close I am to them and like I could relate with people and not it's all ages, but it's just, we all have that same thing, you know, it's just who you can relate to, who you'll call. But yeah, like it's shortened down, but yeah, I've got like a whole, yeah, I've, I've made a lot of friends, like a lot of people who I've met and, um, we've exchanged messages, SMSs and phone calls here and there. Um, we do message each other, like, People mass message me, you know, Merry Christmas, hope you're doing well. You know, yeah, I've, I've made a lot of contacts through it, yeah. I mean, yeah, these days, yeah, I saw, yeah, it's growing. It's, yeah, it's growing. Yeah, yeah, that sounds good. Okay, uh, well, listen, we might take a, a short break there.
Mercy, Mercy Me by Small Island Big Song and courtesy of Australian Music Radio Airplay Project. Have you heard of Long COVID? If you or someone you know have had COVID-19, you may still experience symptoms weeks or months later. There are many symptoms of Long COVID, but the most frequent are extreme tiredness, shortness of breath, and muscle aches and joint pains. Anyone can experience Long COVID, including children. You can find information in your language on the Health Translations website, healthtranslations.vic.gov.au. Just type long COVID as a keyword. A 3CR supporter. I really am not understanding why people aren't seeing the fact that prisons are an integral part of a public health response to a pandemic. Like you, I'm really concerned about whether the data is being released very honestly about illnesses within prison. I have suspicions it's not, but really we need very strong leadership in this country that actually cares about people inside, our most vulnerable populations inside. That's what we need and that's not what we're getting right now. We need to keep radical voices on air Subscribe now. Go to 3cr.org.au forward slash subscribe 
or call the station on 9419 8377. Oh, You're listening to the Living Free Show on 3CR, 855 kilohertz on your AM dial and 3CR on digital radio. If you're interested in listening to one of our many podcasts, then you can head to your preferred podcast platform or just Google 3CR Living Free. On our webpage, you'll also find details about the Living Free show and how you can contact us. Today I'm talking with Ram and we're talking about compulsive gambling and his recovery through Gamblers Anonymous. So Ram, before the break, we we're talking a bit about the impact of COVID and the use of Zoom and, and how that's affected your relationships inside GA. So do you want to just take us back and tell us a bit about why you joined GA in the first place and, and I guess how easy it was to stop gambling and stay stopped? Yeah, so before I did join GA, I was, I really hit rock bottom. I had no friends who, besides my gambling friends, but they weren't, I couldn't trust them. I, they were just someone to go out to gamble with, but I had no real friends. Uh, my family, they didn't see me as like they. It's it really felt like they weren't looking at me as brother. I was really distancing myself. There came the point where um, I was just crying once a week to myself. Um, it was just I I just couldn't stop. I just said to myself every day, I'm gonna knock on the gamble. And then either later that night, I will find myself at a venue or I'll be online, like in my room, just, yeah, gambling. But I I went to GA. It took me a whole week for Monday. I called them. No, I messaged them because, yeah, I just didn't know what to do. And I don't know, something just clicked in my head. Why didn't I just, yeah, search it up? Where's help? And, um, yeah, it took me a whole week to get there but I did go there on a Friday and I yeah I just couldn't get myself to it it's like I knew I had to stop I needed to stop I can't I can't I can't do it anymore to myself like I was losing my soul like I would just suicidal thoughts were happening and I just couldn't see a way out and yeah when I went there I was yeah, I was a bit stoned and drunk. Like I was wasn't drunk, but I had a beer or two just to get myself there. Just, but when once I got there, the person at the door, he was yeah, he was just getting ready to go inside, and he's I just asked him, is this GA? And he's like, he he's just goes, yes, is it your first time? And I'm I'm just like, yeah, it is. And he's like, okay, good, welcome. It's gonna change your life and. What he spoke about with me that he he's he's just had a small conversation with him and he's like yeah he's going on holiday soon and it's just when he said that it's like how's this guy going on holidays like how I can't even go on holidays I miss I can't even get there I I, I haven't even thought about it and it's just like and he seemed happily that he's going on holidays and when I walked in there I I saw people just joking around with each other and it's just like these people are am I in the right place like yeah that's what I thought it was am I in the right place and then 
yeah, they got me reading the book. And then, yeah, when I shared, I just, I knew what I was reading. I knew that is me. Like, I could relate to it. And I just, when it, when it came to me to share, I just, I had no words. I had, I had too much words, let's say. And I just, I just started boring my eyes out and just said I lost too much. And then, yeah, it was just, it was just too emotional. I just, just couldn't believe, like, what a place that was. Like, yeah, I just, yeah, it was just unreal. It was just unreal to me, but it really helped. Like, yeah. Yeah. So what was it about GA that, that you related to most? Most? It was just um the whole yellow book. And they had, like, page 17, like, um, like how to arrest it or how to, you know, yeah, just arrest it, keeping in contact, um, calling people, taking it one day at a time. That's number four. Like, don't try to solve all your problems at once. And that's what I was trying to do. And it's just like, why didn't I think of that? Like, it just, you know, just those things. And just, yeah, page 17, the, yeah, the, the steps of recovery, 12 steps, yeah, just unity, how, yeah, everything, like, but just the, oh, I forgot what page it was, but it's just, like, one really clicked with me when I was, like, when I, when I was reading, like, I was harming myself, like, uh, like, I was gambling to hurt myself, like, I would gamble to hurt myself, like, I don't know, understand why I was gambling, but I was just wanted to be in action, I just needed to gamble, like, every day, like, yeah, it's crazy, like, yeah, gambling, yeah, sorry, <laughs> I'm just in my mind, but yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's, um, that's an interesting thing, that intentionally harming yourself, because um, it's, it's often sort of seen as, you know, from the outside, as something that people want to do and want to make money, but it's, it's not about making money in real terms, is it? it it's more about trying to forget about stuff. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much, yeah. Definitely forgetting about stuff. So when you when you started gambling then, were you, were you trying to forget about something? With yeah, definitely. I was trying to forget about my the business that I was in. I was trying to forget about the troubles that my ex was, well, my girlfriend at the time. Um, it was just, and my future, like, um, I just, yeah, I just, everything was just, I just didn't know what to do and how I got into it. Like, yeah, I just went out with some friends and it's just like, once you hit that jackpot, which I did, and it's just, wow, I could do this again. And I don't know, I did it again and just like, oh God, it's just like, <laughs> I just never, I was just being chasing it, how easy it was, but it was fun at the time, and it's just, you just forget about, like, what is really going on, because you're happy doing it when you're excited of the winnings of how, yeah, of just, yeah, the thought of it, too, of you winning, like, it can solve all your problems, but you want more, like, it's never enough, yeah, it's never, ever enough. Yeah, it's a it's a strange thing, isn't it? Really, uh, that thing about it'll solve all my problems, but 
the fact is you're not doing anything about your problems in real terms. <laughs> you said it, yeah. <laughs> That's it, yeah. Yeah, you're probably just creating more in real terms, but you you feel you feel safe. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, you, you mentioned um, trying to forget about sort of some relationships with your you know, your ex partner and things. So, how much is that an issue, or how much was that an issue? Gambling, I guess, with relationships and gambling. How much of a problem is gambling in relationships? you're two different people when you're in a relationship it's like one i was i was superman but happy then thinking i could save myself i don't know just like yeah going to the machines and just yeah trying to battle them out but i don't know what but yeah it was two people one was myself but inside i wasn't happy but then once i wasn't with my girlfriend at the time I would be a gambling, a gambling addict. And yeah, it's just like I had something to do when I was my, when I, when I was in reality with my relationship, but inside I knew I had this something secret to do. Like, I, it's just like, you know, but it's, it's just like, yeah, I was Kent, but a gambling addict or Clark Kent. Like it was, there was two sides to me. It was really messed up. Like, how it was always on my mind it, yeah it really it really made me not who who i really should be like it, i wasn't my true self i was i was something in me was really hungry for the action of it and i really didn't care i wasn't present for anything i ah uh, yeah yeah the things i yeah, just the thought of it. It's just um, it's unreal. Today, right now, it's the way. Yeah, when I think about it, it's just how did I? Yeah, my mind was. It really drove me mad. Like it really drove me. Yeah, insane. Yeah. Yeah, that's it's not unusual, not uncommon, I guess. But I guess it gets back to that, you know, feeling of not liking yourself. So. How much, you know, before you started gambling, were you were you insecure about yourself? Honestly, yes. Is the business that I had was a uh, it was a dying business because of the competition that kept arising around me, and with my relationship, um, like that added on top when my like i knew i wasn't i couldn't do anything at the time to get myself out of my situation with my business but my girlfriend she at the time was just really she she wanted things and i just didn't know i was people pleasing like i was really trying to please her with what i could give her but the thing is i i couldn't at the time and I needed to, yeah, it was just, yeah, I was disappointed in myself and gambling was, it was like a way to escape, but a way, I thought it was a way that I can actually give her what she wants as well. But the thing is, I wasn't really thinking about myself 
because I was just trying to escape from one thing through her and then through her I needed to escape from her to gambling and it was yeah it was just a lot of things I tried to escape let's say um they all added up and they really made me yeah insecure of myself and like yeah but gambling it gave me uh, insecurity of just like I had it I had a mission I had something to do like I had something important to do and that was just trying to chase that chase my future which which yeah I put it all in machines like in the end and a lot of things like a lot of people's and all my belongings went in there like if I yeah everything went in there yeah yeah it's pretty sad isn't it the the point that you get to so what was the trigger to look for help oh when like my girlfriend didn't break up with me at the time I just I went cold on her like we had a big fight like it was something small like um something small and it turned out to be something huge and like it, it turned it blew up from something small um and then I just knew I can't keep doing this to myself I I can't keep trying to make her happy I can't I can't keep lying to myself I can't keep lying to her I I'm not right for her like I just knew I wasn't right for her and then after that I just went back to gambling I tried to do it without those worries and then I got out of my business thanks to my older brother and then like yeah he I just left that business and then yeah I was all to myself and it's just like yep I've got nothing to worry about but still I was bottling all those problems up still when I still because I didn't face them and I still gambled just to escape it and then there came a time when I realized no one's around me I have nothing around me um there's no respect like I'm showing people so much respect or trying to get their respect but they're not showing me it back and I knew the problem but I was always in denial of it yeah but yeah then I just had enough of it I just had to go to GA like G I seek help online and just yeah that's it yeah yeah okay well listen we might take another short break sweet
Our second song was also by a small island big song and was called L'Histoire Zanse and featured Emlyn and Petard. Again, it was courtesy of Amrat. Live at the Bowl is back. The open air series returns from January to April with an exhilarating program of live performance. See some of the best homegrown and international acts on the Sydney Meyer Music Bowl stage. Share a picnic on the hill, take in a symphony at sunset, or dance the night away to your favourite musicians. Explore the full program at artscentermelbourne.com.au. A 3CR supporter. It's all about a voice in our own country. We've got a reason for screaming out, where's our voice in this country? You know, not that I want to be a part of the Constitution for that, you know. That's why 3CR is so important to, to me and this community here. We've got a voice, but it's not, you know, we're entitled to a bigger voice than what we've got, but it's all about having a voice. Subscribe to 3CR, fiercely independent and community controlled. Go to 3cr.org.au forward slash subscribe or call the station on 03-9419-8377. You're listening to a 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We need your financial support to keep going. Go to www.3cr.org.au for more information and to donate online. Now stay tuned to hear the rest of your 3CR podcast. This is the Living Free Show on 3CR Digital Radio and live streaming on 3cr.org.au forward slash streaming. I'm talking with Ram about compulsive gambling and his recovery through Gamblers Anonymous. Um, so Ram, before the um, break, we were talking about how you used gambling to sort of escape from, um, I guess, the things that you were worried about. And in the end, even when all those, all your worries went away, your gambling didn't because you hadn't resolved the other bits about your life that uh, that were that were really and a problem to you as well. And so in, in GA, you've realised that your life can get a lot better if you don't gamble, uh, particularly. And I guess you also talked about emotions and, and dealing with emotions and, and how you need to sort of do that on a daily basis. And the thing that I've noticed in interviewing addicts and gamblers and alcoholics is that they're very sensitive people and I think you know you've been talking about 
you know, sort of that sensitivity as well, being really sensitive to what other people think of you and uh, things like that. So what are the sort of things you do on a day, daily basis to sort of help you, you cope with yourself? I don't know. It just, I, I find it still hard, but it does get easier. Um, as I keep going to meetings, keep in touch with people, I, I, yeah, I just, I'm constantly reminding myself where, how far I've come um, till today, but it was a struggle when I first came to the meetings. I was um, still trying to people please, but I just didn't know what's right and wrong, how people treated me, but, and how I should react to it. But today it's all, it's all about me and my safety or everything I own now I protect. Yeah. But the emotional side, like I still, I'm, I've just got to let go of things. Like, um, I learned that at my work, actually, just people treating me with disrespect. Um, but it's just like, and I've still got that people pleasing, but then there's no point in trying. Like I just had, I don't know, I was going to leave my work just because of this one lady I know, yeah, just, she's been there for, like, so many years, but she's just grumpy no matter what, so I was going to leave, but it's just, yeah, my brother called me and goes, yeah, leave on good terms, but, so I did, I was just going to walk out, but thank God I called him, and, yeah, I, I, I ended up staying, and I'm still there today, and just to let go of people who, who disrespect me. I don't have to show them nothing. I don't have to people please them. Like I don't have to give them nothing. And just letting go of that is like so much weight off my shoulders. Anyone who does that to me now, like just, I don't need to feel down in my life now. I don't need to like, yeah, coming from rock bottom, I don't, I just don't want to stop. I, my sky's the limit pretty much. Like it's just, I just know better now. It took me a long time actually to realize this, that, yeah, I don't need to feel that, like, yeah, that emotional side of just like, like I'm better than how I feel when people get to me. It's, I could just go away from it. It's so easy. Like it's, it's that easy if I, yeah, I'm my own worst enemy in a way, <laughs> but yeah, I just got to realize that. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> yes. It it's, a, it's probably a bit about step one and being powerless, being powerless over others and that, that you know, the desire to people please and, and try and make everybody like you um, is, is really a waste of time because you're not showing the real you. You're, you're just trying to reflect something to them that you think they'll like and that's a, you know, that, that always has you on the back foot and if they don't like you the way you are, then you can't help it. Yeah. In real terms, yeah. So talking about the job then, you know, in, in your previous business that you're in, you're sort of working for yourself. So what's it like to work for someone else? So when I did stop the business, I actually did go to work for someone else who, oh, so I, I, I knew I didn't, I thought I, it was a respect for money thing. So I found, I tried, I just, I had a friend who was working at, he, he was a manager of this 
place, a cake factory, but it, I just, I took the job. He told me what the pay was, very, very low, the hardest work I've ever done in the cake factories. I was dirty every day. I was overexhausted. There was no great equipment for us to use. Um, and yeah, it, it, I was exhausted every single day. It was hard for me to go get up to go back to that and but I did because I thought I needed to work hard to respect money and yeah but now thank god I did that and yeah I left that place and then it took me a while long time to actually get back into it and I'm at a place where it's just a walk in the park where people I'm doing something similar but in in the warehouse but it's just it's it's just like i don't know i just i don't know how i got this job but it's just great like um life's better uh, yeah just life was hard then because i was still in action i was trying to people please people who i shouldn't but now that i was had that big break and looked at myself i went into this place knowing who i was but i didn't know some some things was you know they were still there which is people pleasing and this place actually taught me that yeah I can't I've got to these people are getting to me because I'm trying too hard to please them but they I'm not getting nothing but yeah it was just hard but this place is very relaxing for me now like I'm I'm just grateful like I couldn't have done it without GA like yeah yeah. That's good. You've, you've got to go through these things to come out the other side in real terms. Yeah. So what other things do you do on a daily basis? You know, you mentioned reading, you know, the one day at a time sort of stuff. But what sort of things do you do to ensure that you don't gamble today? I do everything I love, which is playing guitar. I don't know if you can hear that. Yeah. I love doing that. I picked, I picked that up um, just before I left my ex and yeah i'm still playing it today i i love i just love nature so I'm, I'm i love plants i've got a greenhouse i i love my car and i'm working on that every yeah every week and i'm just doing what i love now i'm just trying to figure out yeah it just those things just didn't come oh yeah i'm just gonna do it. it's just I just yeah it just came to me because I just had to do that like I just had to find hobbies for myself like I had to change my everyday living to get through just just to arrest it and just do things that I needed to do for myself and what I wanted to do and I've never yeah never felt better like yeah those days that I yeah they just I really I really I've come a long way from those or like this is probably going on to the third year we're going to the third year but yeah it's just yeah I, I just I like who I am now I can actually look at myself in the mirror with yeah and appreciate who I see like um but yeah it's just it's just unbelievable sometimes like other than that it's just but yeah I just wanted to be complacent with how I got here so I'm still yeah, keeping in touch with members and just going to meetings, you know, just 
make an example of myself of how I used to be just because I need to do it for myself and for others and that's something that I've all these things I just got to do and yeah I've just prepared myself all the time as well just not to gamble every day I do that okay the other thing is about relationships and gambling that it's really hard to establish a relationship if you're keeping anything hidden from someone else so how easy is it to get a relationship having been a gambler once you've once you've stopped how easy is it to you know to let people know that you've been a gambler is that hard thing yeah yeah i realized there's actually quite a bit of hard it's um like at first i wasn't shy about it because I just needed people to know, but there's some people that I shouldn't just be so completely honest about, like, yeah, just some people was I can't, like, work people and stuff, yeah, like, that was at my old work, but yeah, like, this, now, I'm, I'm careful who I say, and my new friends who I've made within the last year, um, it, it hasn't, it's come out slowly, like, and they're, they're people who just don't gamble, who just don't even think why gamble, you know, just they don't understand what, yeah, I pick my friends, like, who I want to hang out with, and if they're just, like, if they have an addiction, it's, um, like, I don't judge them, but it's, it's what I don't want now, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, somebody, when I was early in program, said to me, don't, don't form a relationship with anybody who's got a problem. You've just you've got enough problems yourself. Just <laughs> yeah, so true. You've got to, you've got to get somebody who's in quotes normal. Um, yeah, which I was fortunate enough to do. <laughs> yeah. But it, it it is difficult, and you know, initially you're a bit you're pretty enthusiastic about letting people know about recovery. But as you say, a lot of people don't understand it and think it's really unusual. Yeah. And that's very difficult to get over, yeah. So, yeah, so true. So going back and looking at your relationship with your parents then and your brother, is that improving as you progress in Gamblers and Arts? Yes. It, I was actually, yes, I was actually thinking about that earlier. Um, compared to my last, when I was last on this show, I was still a bit, a bit, yeah, pissed off like i would say but it's just they were still control like weren't controlling me they just didn't know if i knew right from wrong because like they didn't know what i do when i go to the meetings or who i talk to and you know what i talk about and i'm talking about recovery and just learning tools and stuff how like how to behave and stuff like you know just learning tools to arrest it and it's like they don't understand what I go through, so they just think I'm still, you know, like I'm vulnerable to gambling. Like, yeah, but they just don't understand. But now that like they've seen me happier, doing what I want, doing helping my parents, and you know, just taking on the bills and just you know showing what I like I'm doing what I need to do to give my parents a retired life and my brothers I'm I'm always there for them and my sister and 
yeah, they just see me happy. And now, yeah, the, the respect of family is back. Like, it's, today it is, it's very chill. Like, um, today is Chinese New Year, and, um, I've got, I don't know if you could hear everybody, but, yeah, they're just, I've got, like, family, all my brothers and sisters are here. We just, yeah, we're all together, and, yeah, it's, we'll just, yeah, they know I'm, they know I'm doing this, they're just, yeah, they just know they got to keep it quiet, and, yeah, yeah, that's all, but they just respect me, and, yeah. Uh, that's really good. I, I hadn't realised that. I, we could have made a different time to um to do the call. Oh, no, it's all good. I didn't even realise the day, but it's all good. Like, I'm happy. I'm happy to do it here. It's all good. Okay. Yeah, so how about your brother then? Um, so he, he really supported you a lot and did your finances and things. So have you been able to sort of take that back from him and manage your own? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I... Yeah, I, I had taken that back. I've taken it all back. Yeah, I took it. Yeah, I've, I've managed. I manage everything. I manage this household now because I'm still with my parents and the only one that's still here with my parents. I manage this household now. I've just, I've gotten a grip on it now. Like, it's just, I don't need to chase it. Like, nothing, how I was behaving then to chase. Like, it's just all the stuff that, I thought I needed, I didn't need. I really don't need it. It's it's not life. It's not how life is, how what I wanted. I wanted everyone to see me as, you know, a successful, you know, just to be okay, you know, he's got it going, he's got everything. He's fine. But I was dying inside then, like I was confused as hell. I I just didn't know I thought I knew what I wanted and that was that, but no, I know what I want now and it's to be more relaxed in my days and it's much better now like my life was so hectic back then yeah but yeah my brothers like yeah they they we talk about it still they always say to me like they always ask me if i'm still going did you go to the meeting this week like um, yeah it's it's a it's normal conversation they don't have to constantly keep asking me questions to check up if i'm going or yeah so yeah it's they trust me like of how i'm taking care of myself yeah yeah that's good yeah okay well if there's somebody out there who'd like to find out more about gamblers anonymous uh you can phone them in victoria on 0396966108 or you can go online at gaaustralia.org.au for more information about meetings or phone contacts throughout australia that's about all we've got time for today. So I'd like to thank Ram for sharing his gambling recovery story with us and talking about how Gamblers Anonymous has helped him. Thanks, Ram. Thank you, Bill. And everyone, take it one day at a time. And GA's there. We're all there for you. Thank you. I hope you'll be able to join us again next week when we'll feature a member of Alcoholics Anonymous. Thanks for listening. Stay safe and stay tuned now for more Radical Radio on 3CR. To check us out today, here is Farmer's Son by Kevin Hazel. Uh, courtesy of Kevin and Amrap. Enjoy. Started out very young Wasn't the only one Friends were the same 
every day Plow on endless roads Just like my father Born a farmer's son Being a farmer's son Not like I had a choice to carry on I'm not the only one Born a farmer's son My sisters went to school I would act a fool Lessons learned from dad Some were good, some were bad Being a farmer's son Not like I had a choice Traditions to carry on I'm not the only one Born a farmer's son Born a farmer's son We need to keep Radical Voices on air. Subscribe now. Go to 3cr.org.au forward slash subscribe or call the station on 9419 8377.